Cash Grab Cinema, here for the holiday season with a brand new episode. Ho, ho, no. Yeah, it is a ho, ho, no. It's, Ugh, mm, yikes. Yeah. These are all appropriate reactions. <laughs> I'm joined back again with my lovely co-host, I'm going to be very clear which one I'm talking about, is Trey. <laughs> hey, it's great to be back. And then we have on the other side, there's Josh. I remember when you thought I used to be lovely. When? Long ago, <laughs> when I looked like Taylor Lautner. <laughs> All right, well, he brought it up. <laughs> I forget which Twilight movie it was. I want to say it was the third one. It was oh, one right. definitely, and this doesn't help at all, when Taylor Lautner takes off his shirt. He's popping his shirt off all the time. Maybe it's the second one, because he does take his shirt off a ton in that movie. Yep. And we went to go see it. I don't remember with who. And then Josh, so casually, so completely seriously, leans over at the theater and goes, Hey, do you remember when I looked like Taylor Lautner? <laughs> oh. No. <laughs> You're not thinking <laughs> No, I don't remember when your lily white self looked like a person of color. No, I don't, because you refresh my memory. And just, I know he wishes I would let it die, but I just, I just can't. He was so. That's earnest. so specific. I just meant a bit cut up. I mean, he was more than a bit cut up. Did you see that bod in the later Twilight movies? He was, you know. Yeah, I like this how, was, you, I like this how was, you specified later when you're certain he was an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it's pre-Ridiculous 6. And I'm Rachel. As as I think I said, welcome back to Cash Grab Cinema. We are reviewing a month of holiday movies. And we started off with the classic sequel. Mm. Not the classic, but the sequel. A sequel to a classic, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yes. So, we did not have cable growing up, so but we did get a few channels, and TNT was one of them. And on Christmas Day, TNT would air for 24 straight hours, A Christmas Story. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I was I watched it. I was super into it. My mom was always like, oh, look, it's on. And like, yes. <laughs> it was almost like the uh, It's a Wonderful Life of our generation. Yeah. Because it, it, wasn't, it wasn't terribly successful when it first came out. Mm-hmm. But because of that, it was very cheap for TNT and now like TBS, I think it's on, um, to just like run these marathons. And because of that. Just like one guy <laughs> hitting yeah. the button. <laughs> it's, one, it's one really sad, despondent robot, actually. It's just like, I hate my life. I hate my life. <laughs> um, but yeah, it ran so much that it became this holiday classic. It became like this tradition. Like, oh, let's sit around and watch this same movie yes. eight times. So in 2012, they were like, let's hit that iron again <laughs> while it's super cold mm. with A Christmas Story 2. We watched this bad boy on Blu-ray. Yeah. Oh, I got to say the transfer did nothing for it. <laughs> it really? looked terrible, but we'll get into that. You didn't love the, the warm glow of the all the happy faces of the actors and... I felt good about it. <laughs> There's a reason for that, and I'll and I'll get into it. And it's upsetting because the way that it was lit was completely wrong. For like, there was a lot of shots that looked like summertime. It looked like a summer sun coming through the window. 
Well, I mean, it was summertime. It was so obvious. There's at one point they're building a snowman. Some extras are, and the way how gently they're patting it. Obviously, it's fake. This whole movie smacks of a lazy Hallmark movie, like not even Hallmark caliber. Yeah, <laughs> and that, that one that we watched blows this one out the water. It really does. They should have consulted whoever it was in Vancouver that made you know every Hallmark movie there is. To, you know, like, how do we make this look like Christmas? And they, and they made it in Canada. Yeah. It should have looked more Christmassy. I know. They wouldn't have had to do anything. There's all the greenery. <laughs> it's like they didn't even try. But, yeah, so it's five years into the future mm-hmm. from the original, supposedly, even though no one is the same. Right. And and the original was in, I guess it was in the late 30s. So this would have been, like, the mid-ish 40s. There, mm-hmm. there was, like, military people around and, you know, there's, there's a Navy guy. There's a Navy guy <laughs> at the mall in his naval uniform. Like, what are you doing? So I I looked into this. Eagle-eyed uh, fans of the original movie clocked a calendar that said 1939 for the first one. So uh, this one is 1944. Okay. Am I, is, is my math right? Sure. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay, awesome. Good, because that, that's important for later. Thanks. <laughs> you guys. If I know anything about adding one number to another number, it sounds about right. All right. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know any of these people besides the old man who's at Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern. We're not <laughs> Daniel Steele, uh, the, uh, <laughs> the, the romance author. I just want everyone to know no one is safe from my inability to pronounce the written names correctly. <laughs> yeah, true. I'm really looking forward to see you pronounce this one. Oh, uh, David? Got it. Swish. Uh-huh. Second know. name. Whatever. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's like Cher. Doesn't need it. <laughs> It's a standalone. <laughs> it's just listed on IMDb as a formality. But I don't think I've personally, for this podcast, ever watched a movie that I was just like, let's just turn it off. <laughs> I mean, we made it to the end. Mm. I went to the bathroom. It was like, keep going. Like, I'm good. Like, I've never been so disappointed. So I think a break, like a point by point breakdown of this movie is unnecessary because sure. nothing happens. Right. It, it'd be kind of difficult because I... They reuse so many shots and so many ideas. I'm air quoting that. And so many sort of hollow callbacks. Yes. To the original. Oh, but you you were saying earlier, so it's it's Daniel Stern plays the old man. That's right. Um, Marv from the Wet Bandits. Nay. The, oh, sorry. The Sticky Bandits. Nay. The Wet Bandits. <laughs> From Home Alone. From Home Alone, yeah. Another and quality classic. The voice of uh, the of adult Kevin Arnold from The Wonder Years. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, he, so, he's been awesome forever. Yeah, but in this movie, he went in a different direction. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. Speak your truth. Well, in the original movie, the dad, I just, there's a clear distinction between the dads and the, the old man. Like, in the original, he had... Crappy parts of his life. Yes. Like mm-hmm. his job was hard. They didn't have a lot of money. Those dogs next door sucked. Like all that. But he was still good to his family. Right. Like you could tell that he loved his family, even if he was harder than dads would be today. But that's just like back 
back then times, whatever. I mean, this is a guy who probably in his late 20s, early 30s was deep in the depression, right? Yeah. yeah like really, really struggled, had to be frugal, had to work hard to yeah. get anything. But he, he never was like, just getting out of it. But he never like degraded his wife. No. Or purposely treated his kids like shit. Right. He was just a little grumpy. Yes. Yeah, like grumpy old men. Yeah. But in this movie, it's like they didn't know how to recapture that. So instead, he was like, mm, okay, I'm just going to be an abusive <laughs> dick to everyone. At one point in the note taking, I wrote down, um, he is a piece of shit. <laughs> I committed can, pen to paper for that one. I, yeah. I can guess which point in time okay, that was. Yeah, go ahead. I want to hear that guess. Oh. Uh, was that before or after the fishing? Before the fishing. It was before the fishing. So uh, it, it relates have, to the fishing. Uh, so it must have been at the butcher shop. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, boy. He takes his wife to the butcher to purchase their Christmas turkey. But... Uh, it was 40 cents a pound. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. So it was going to be like, I don't know. I think they said $3 at some point. Yeah. I think that's what. Yeah. The, and he's like, what do you want me to do? Drop my wallet? Take a mortgage payment? Come on, you bitch. Like grabs her upper <laughs> arm. Like he's so abusive to his wife, to this butcher. He clearly doesn't know because she knows his name. Yes. She, she had the relationship with the, yes. the butcher. That he's just spoiled. Oh, yeah. That he is just taking a big fat shit off. Yeah. They know each other's names. And if you know each other's names at a business like that, he's probably giving her deals. Yep. Like, you might not get a deal on this turkey, but he's going to give you a deal on, like, bacon next week. He said specifically that he set aside that turkey for her. Yes. I remember that. Yeah. I said, this one is perfect. So I set it aside for you because we are have this friendly working relationship. Yes. And I like you. And this is Christmas time, and you are going to spend a little bit more because it's special. And you get the turkey sandwiches and the turkey chili. Yes, and the, soup. And the, the turkey soup, all of the, the, the fixings and, and so forth that come from, from it. So this is like an investment. This is an, this is an investment bird, all right? To your happiness. Yeah. And he loses <laughs> his mind over this 40 cents. Like, I know <laughs> we'll have Christmas fish, and I will go out and catch it. By the way, this is their entire. This is the entire plot. If if this is the B plot to the film, this is the parent plot. This is yeah. what's going on in the parent. That in the furnace because the entire time. Weirdly, the first movie focused mostly on Ralphie, but I would say yes. that the dad was had maybe the biggest, if not plot line. He had multiple plot lines going on, and he kind of took up the most space in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was definitely about the dad, and everybody mm-hmm. else was along for the ride. But they couldn't do his internal monologue because there would be a lot more cursing. Yes. <laughs> yes, they said son of a bitch. Like, uh, I counted. I, okay. Let's go to the bitch count. <laughs> <laughs> I actually stopped yeah, paying attention. I could. So I guessed nine bitches. You guessed nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I stopped paying attention. Uh, I'm going to say seven. Wait, are we prices writing? Closest without going over? Sure. Okay. 
All right, but here's the deal. I have not cross-referenced this with the IMDb parental guide page mm. for this film, which is a fantastic resource. I can't uh, express this enough. If you want to know precisely how many curse words, how many instances of bitch or fuck or whatever is in a movie, go check that out because there are Ned Flanders everywhere. I would like to think the parents are just like, <gasps> <gasps> eight bitches. I'm sorry, Jeffrey. If this was just seven bitches, we could go. But eight bitches, I'm s- no. There's a bridge too far. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny you should say that because according to my count, there were exactly eight bitches. Ah. Trey, congratulations. You get the Jaguar. Dun, 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 dun. Wait, can we, can we use it? Oh, you're, you were doing it wrong, <laughs> so we're good. <laughs> All right, that was my own tune. That is not the <laughs> Price is Right tune. <laughs> No, this is the Price is Right tune. Da 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 da. The train is like this. No, that was Family Feud. Okay. I apologize. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Family Feud. We're no, sorry, Steve Harvey, no, for what we said about no, Strayer University. Not. I am not sorry. <laughs> no, it is not. No, no, no. Take him back. Take it back. Fuck da, him da, da. and his re- refrigerator-sized teeth. Yes. Anyway. Yes. So, let's <laughs> He is an ugly man. Let's be clear. And I stand by what I said. If Bernie Mac was alive, we wouldn't have to suffer through <laughs> Steve Harvey telling everybody that atheists are immoral murderers and, it, and don't sleep for eight hours. What horrible advice is this? Sorry, you guys brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Daniel Stern does not work as the father character at all. He really he, doesn't. He doesn't or have the face. Or maybe it's the director. Maybe it is the director, but he just doesn't have the face for it. He's too, like, innocent looking with those powder blue eyes. And he just, he doesn't seem like someone who's or, totally bitter. Or what the movie is saying is abuse can come in any package. Oh. Mm-hmm. Because. Powder blue or no. He is an abusive Frick. Now, you, uh, will the two of you help me out? Because it's been a while since I've seen the original A Christmas Story. Mm-hmm. Did the dad in the first one talk out the side of his mouth like that? Like Daniel Stern does in in this one? I don't think so. Was he as over the top? I mean, he did wacky. the he did the furnace yelling stuff. Yeah, and he, I like, remember that. Had arguments with the neighbor's dogs, but I don't remember any of this like eye bulging. Wackiness. Yeah, it, here's a here's a good for instance, right? With the whole bit about the the furnace and him being mad about it, in the original that took up like that might have been a couple of scenes and it was way in the background. Mm-hmm. It was it was a little bit of fun, a little comic relief to whatever was going was some, on. Some color. Right. It was yeah. It was just a, an and, extra. And there texture. were like small plumes of smoke. And and you just heard muffled versions of him cussing down the stairs. In this one, they bring the camera down to the furnace and shoot through the furnace to Daniel Stern's face, stabbing into the furnace, stabbing into How it, that helps, and I don't going razor, 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 and like Yosemite and like Sam, giant plumes of smoke, and yeah. like yeah, and it's just cartoonish. The furnace and, is a character in this movie. It is, yeah. It really is. It has, it has a theme song. It does. <laughs> oh, right. As sung and by Roy it, Rogers? Is that what he says? I don't know. Uh. No, not Roy Rogers. Who is the cowboy? Is that Roy Rogers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, by Roy Rogers. Sorry. Yeah. 
But yeah, then they then they replace the furnace, and then that furnace that furnace turns out to be shitty. And and in a voiceover, we learn. And six months later, he took them to small claims court, and that's it. Yeah, off screen, <laughs> off screen, out of not not even off screen, out of the timeline of the film. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. It does not I, matter to anything. It, does, <laughs> it doesn't. I feel like the director didn't even sit in with the editor during any of it. He was just like, "Well, I'm gonna do whatever I want. Done. Where's my money? Take my name off of this, though, could you?" But it'd still pay me. What the heck is this film all about? Ah, I don't know. <laughs> You're just assuming he's Canadian? That's terrible. They made it in Canada. <laughs> Canada. The is director uh, is very illustrious, I'll have you know. Is oh, he? Oh, is that true? Yes. Ooh, please do tell. He directed uh, such classics as uh, Beethoven. With Charles Grodin? And Wait, the dog movie? Uh-huh. Okay, the, wait, the original one? Yep. Wow. And Not the remake? Was there a remake? And the sequel. No, there's a ton of sequels. Oh, I see. He did Beethoven and Beethoven's second? Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, oh, there's, because... there's Beethoven, there's Beethoven 2, and then there's a butt-ton more after that. Because he wrote symphonies. Oh. <laughs> I get it. He also did uh, Are We There Yet? The Ice. Oh, man. You vehicle? Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm gonna get dragged for that one. Oh man, uh, have you also, ever seen that meme of Ice Cube in Ice Tea as a like it's a drawing? I don't want to. It's really. Funny. I don't want to. It's really funny. <laughs> oh, but get this. Okay, he also directed the Flintstones. That's uh, a weird movie. The Flintstones, Viva, Ro- Viva Rock Vegas. Okay, that's the definitive one. And perhaps be. his magnum opus, Jingle All the Way. <gasps> That's, like, that's an alright movie. Mic drop. Wow. <laughs> okay, Jingle All the Way was not bad. I recall it being yeah. like pretty yeah. good yeah, when I was a, a kid. That was a lot of fun. Yes, which they have also made another one. No. I haven't watched it. Maybe we'll watch it for the podcast. Let us know. Ooh. Yeah. I'm I, excited. I, but what? <laughs> to that? Some of those aren't bad. Yeah. He also directed, I, I think that that director's lane is like family, children's movies. I think he What's directed with a this couple then? of What mm-hmm. happened here? Because this movie, <laughs> this movie has all the isms. It's got the racism. Mm-hmm. Uh, sexism. Sexism. It's got, it's got the sexism all over. I, I wrote down male gaze plus aggressive heteronormalism equals Ooh. Out of place in 2012. Um, I don't think that's a word, but I'm going to use it from now on. At one point, the mom finds some change in the wash, in the laundry. Yeah, she finds 50 cents. She takes down a secret jar and puts it in there. And I'm just like, yes, go. Yes. Go to your freedom. That's not what happens. This is is the money for for her to start over. This is her second life. Yeah. When she can be happy in Arizona with some, doing something with turquoise. <laughs> the the <laughs> mom the mom by the way is Stacy Travis who um, I only know from she was in Ghost World. She played the lame. I guess this sort of she was the before the the term basic bitch was out there. She was the basicest of. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like where that's going. 
But you remember there was that lots, lots of people drink white cloths, Josh. This feels very targeted. Why are you looking at me while you're talking about basic bitches? One of my favorite. Why are you looking at me while you're talking about basic bitches, Mister? I can't fucking wait till they get pumpkin spice lattes. Rachel, will you get that for me so people won't know I like pumpkin spice lattes? <laughs> That's shameful. <clears throat> it is. Get not, your own pumpkin spice latte. Not your love latte. of pumpkin spice, the fact that you have to hide it. Yeah. You know what? I can't wait to use my laundry jar to get the hell out of here. <laughs> also, on a real note, women have a jar you never know. Not to say I have one. That's just smart. Can we? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my favorite line. That was good. Um, my favorite line from, from Ghost World that she did was... Um, did you see his last film, The Flower That Drank the Moon? <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> uh, but she never uses the jar for anything meaningful. There's this one point where the dad decides, all right, I'm going to fish for our dinner, ice fish. Mm-hmm. He doesn't get any. She comes out to give him soup, to be clear, water. Yeah. Um, that's not even hot. There's no steam rising. Like, where's the production value? Come on, man. And she catches a fish in like six seconds, and he loses said fish, and he is so unbelievably mean to her. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, dang it, but it's like, this is all your fault. You jinxed it. You're terrible. The, you, however, why'd you try to help me? This was the one time she actually stood up for herself. Barely. She had <laughs> zero agency throughout the film. I mean, we're great on the curve, but I, I get it. <laughs> Fine. No, you, 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 you're right. <laughs> Because she actually stood up. She was just like, why are you even doing this? This is crazy. You're just, you're, she said you're a cheap or a cheap son of a bitch. Cheap son of a yes. bitch. Or she almost said bitch. Sure. Cheap, cheap son, son of a, a bitch. And that's after picking up a net and saying, is this the net? <laughs> so does she have agency? Does she? And then she uses the money after he comes home from fishing. When he should have brought her a turkey and didn't. Mm-hmm. She takes this money that she's been squirreling away for God knows how long for her new life in Arizona and goes to the butcher and buys him a fish so he can save face in front of his kids. Right. He doesn't apologize. Nope. Nope. Nothing is resolved. It's just he gives her this look like, I'm not going to hit you today, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Put your sunglasses away. Nothing to hide tomorrow. Ooh, dark. Okay. <laughs> let's let's pivot. Uh, and what did she get for, for Christmas? That $1 bottle of perfume. Yes. From the kids, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's from the kids. So he got her nothing. Nothing. Yeah. I hate this movie so much. <laughs> we're, we're, we're jumping ahead here. So that was, I guess, the B plot or the A plot. The thing is, the movie doesn't know. Well, There's another plot with Ralphie and friends. I mean, are we jumping around or is this all meaningless? I want to... Can we save Ralphie for last? Sure. I want to I wanna talk about everybody else first and then get to that <laughs> individual. Do you just want to talk about his diagram on his hair? Let me see. How? What did I... Right, my notes. Let's because see. Because unless that was a wig, his hair definitely fell out after the filming was over. The first note that I have is pea yellow hair. <laughs> so I put, that's a indicator. I put uh, straw hair. Mm. Yes. It's very damaged. I mean, his roots were showing. Let's be honest. 
Oh, no, we're in a wheelhouse he doesn't understand. <laughs> Everyone, get out. Hurry. <laughs> I've just heard that said. I'm sorry. I've, I've seen it in print. I've never actually heard it said aloud. All this targeted abuse will not stand. <laughs> you think I won't go to Arizona with my secret jar money? I'm going to meet her there. I'm going to take her with me and save her from this life. She needs me. She needs me. Is the little brother worth talking about at all? I mean, the only thing that happens to him is he goes to the dentist after breaking a tooth on a candy bar. Right. And Which it, is really wacky and funny. It's, and it just shows the depth of her abuse because while he's in the dentist office with a sado mask, like a horrible dentist, like he's just... A horrible person. That's like one of the jokes. Yeah. Who does she, not use Novocaine. Yeah. She won't save him while he's in there screaming his head off. And she looks through the glass on the door and goes like, oh, no. That's it. That's supposed to be funny. But really, it's just sad. Yeah. yeah. It's upsetting. It was horrific, the dentist. Like, the way that the, the way it, it was shot. It was, Did it flash you back? Yeah, it did. I had a real butcher for a dentist as well when I was a kid. Sorry. Which is why I now have pirate teeth. It's a painful time for Josh. <laughs> pirate teeth? <laughs> yeah, I'm just bad, bad teeth. Oh. <clears throat> I thought it was like related to scurvy somehow. <laughs> it could be. No, Josh has. Jury's out. Josh has metal, a lot of metal fillings. Oh, that's cool. Yep. Well, they're not cool metal, though. It's not like gold or something fun. It's just like slowly leaking toxins into his body. It's oh. uh, it was they used it a lot in the eighties. It was arsenic lead. Um, well, it's capped with mercury. Right, and well, that seals it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the best thing that you know. It's not the best thing that you could have bought, but it's what he had. Well, anytime you like slip up on your words, why don't you just say that? <laughs> I got some mercury in my teeth. What do you, what do you want? Try <laughs> <laughs> <Drag> my best. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll turn it into Nick Nolte. Just become this guy. Everything seems to go fine for him. That's true. In the end, he gets all the prizes for no reason. Oh, God. Could you imagine if the old man was played by Nick Nolte? That would be amazing. Yes, okay, that, yes I can. I, yes. That would have been a movie. Now, Christmas Story 2, don't get permission from the author or anything like that. Just take it in a different direction. Like, really troll to it. And have Ralph trying to kill his dad. To free his mom. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I that's, like this. That's a movie. Okay, so we're, we're, we're entering into Paul Schrader territory. So what we do is we take the Nick Nolte from Affliction, and we paste him in to Christmas Story, <laughs> but we borrow the plot from the Mosquito Coast. And Ralphie is like River Phoenix, and he has to sort of defeat his dad and basically kill him to save his family. Josh has gone like eight layers deep. <laughs> I I understood some of those words. Yeah, me too. Something about a mosquito. Not, not in the sequence in <laughs> which you said and, that. And then in the background, but... Ethan Hawke is, is wearing uh, a priest outfit. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, I'm with you. Holy land. Man. Holy land. <laughs> and, uh, I and I have uh, mercury in my teeth. So oh, oh, okay. <laughs> so nothing you say is your fault. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I wish I had that. Nothing nothing I say is my fault. I don't know enough uh, Nick Nolte vehicles I've just come to discover. Oh, me neither. At all. Hmm. 
I wasn't keeping up with anything you were saying. Blue chips. But you said it with such conviction. I yeah. was with you. I was I was, I was on right this there. Right. I was yeah. like, oh, I don't really? I don't know oh, what yeah. mosquito blue is, but I'm I'm right there. So affliction was awesome. It okay. was Oh, like... whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> You can tell us about this later. I am, uh, this is a tight five. <laughs> Just uh, make a note. This is all I'll say. <laughs> Folks out there, if you like Nick Nolte, check out Three Fugitives. Nick Nolte, Martin Short, and a little girl. And it's very cute. That's not Three Men and a Baby? It's not. It's different. Also, Alan Ruck. Cameron Fry from uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off is in that. Oh, the guy from Succession. In Spin City. See, just... Uh, the, the TV show. Yeah, David Spade. Got it. We're back. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> David Spade. Wait, am I right? No. Oh, damn it. <laughs> that's just shoot me. Look, everybody was working in the magazine. <laughs> or some sort of media company. Or a radio station. What I if can't a keep girl? up. Who works at a magazine in New York? Well, just what was that Queen Latifah TV show? She worked at a magazine. Living single. Yeah, yes, living everybody single. is working at magazines. You're right. Yeah, single. It's, it's a great show. Nineties kind of world. Oh, shh, 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 shh. We can't afford that. Girls, I won't do the Queen Latifah part. Can you? Wait, can you? Wait, because if you can, I was going. We can. We can give you space if you can. I love how Josh was like. Well, I can. I won't do this rapping. I can do the sing-song part. But it starts go ahead. It's like, yeah, it starts keep off with... Keep your head up high. Keep, yeah, keep your head up high. Yeah, that's all go I ahead. remember. That's all I remember. Mm. That's all I remember. That's all I got. So sorry. <laughs> Slay Who queen. are you? 100-100. Wow. You shouldn't apologize to us. You should apologize to Queen Latifah. That's who I was apologizing okay. to. Okay, well, I mean, be direct in your apologies to me. Oh, I'll direct, I'll direct my attention to the mic. No, you have to say, I'm sorry, Queen Latifah. Oh, sorry, Queen Latifah. You're the best. It's funny you mention her, because she might come up later. Might Mm. might she? Mm. Mm. In the meantime... uh, Isn't that everything besides Ralphie? Well, what about his friends? Well, I mean, they're kind of mushed in there. You can't really talk about Ralphie without the friends. Schwartz and Flick. Then let's... Let's let's get into this. So Ralphie, the uh, the beloved oh. former Moppet of uh, A Christmas Carol one, is now a gross, uh, muggy, horny teenager in the Christmas. I Carol just want to be clear. Like, it's not just because he's a horny teenager he's gross. It's because they've written him as some sort of soon-to-be date raper. Like, yeah. it's nasty. He seems to be someone who has impulse control problems that no one really wants to check. In fact, I think the point of the movie is that his stubbornness is what has him save the day. Yep. Uh, which includes not listening to anyone. anyone. Especially when they tell him to stop. So Like, all of his Leave that <laughs> there. Uh, all his <laughs> problems are caused by his stubbornness. But the real story starts when he... Finds a car at a dealership that he wants that's in a barn and not being well taken care of. So he thinks he's going to get it for a song. And then the next day it's put on prominent display and his friends are like, oh, man, time to say goodbye to the car. He calls the car his uh, Emerald Express. Everything he says annoys me. Pretty much. Yes. So he gets in the car Gets his pants stuck somehow. Yeah, he was, okay. 
So he was trying to get into the back seat to hide because he got into the car after it had already been sold to some other dude. And no, no, no. They were just going to show him. Well, show yeah. The other dude. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, somebody else was going to look at it. But he wasn't supposed to be in the car. Yes. And then he tried to get in the back seat, and he undid the parking brake. And it rolled backwards and... Right into traffic. Which right into traffic. everything missed because it was rolling really slowly. And it backed up into a, a light post, and even that didn't, even that didn't hurt it. Uh, and then a, and a plastic reindeer just fell through the top of it. Because it's a convertible. Yeah. And rips the top open, so yeah. he owes the guy eighty-five dollars. And him and his friends, Flick and Schwartz, mm-hmm. have decided, like, okay, well, no, he's decided that his friends have to help him pay this back. Yes. Yeah. And they're like, they're okay. So they all get jobs, and they're going to give him all the money from their jobs? By the way, uh, $85 is $1,200 in 2019 money, according to the Bureau of Labor and Statistics. So, Good luck making that that money. (laughs) They made that money in like a week. Yep. What the hell kind of department store are they working at? The only one in town. It's a (laughs) drug front if they're making that much money in a week. That would have been a great scene. <laughs> they just see them in the basement in their underwear, <laughs> cutting up the cocaine. Yes, they blow, <laughs> but very unattractively. Yeah, and that was the thing. The it's all wacky hijinks at the at the department store. Because they just can't get anything right. They they wrap. They wrap. <laughs> They wrapped a baby in the bassinet because they're the gift wrappers at one point. How would you accidentally steal someone's baby in their bassinet, wrap it up without hurting the baby, and and not notice? And supposedly that baby was 10 weeks old. How would you not notice? And then the mom faints like, oh, everything. Everything is annoying. After that follows the montage with uh, Schwartz is trying to give out per- perfume samples to women that have walked by. To Sprays himself in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Any. Yeah. All of the things that could have happened with a bottle, a spray bottle and a kid. Meanwhile, the, the well, skinny. Well, except w- huffing. Yeah. That occurred off camera. That was a cut scene. The skinniest one with the flick. cool uh, orange jacket flick. Yeah, he's trying to put a larger woman's, uh, squeeze her feet into smaller shoes. Yeah, and of course they had to make her fat. Yeah, of course. Just like, because this movie has all the things that suck. Yeah. Like, all the jokes suck. Like, Ralph sniffs this girl's hair at one point and, like, basically gets in a, like, masturbate sort of like a band masturbation yes. he's playing With the symbols he's playing the symbols and, and he's just like oh, <laughs> oh she smells so good in front of everyone it's it's really upsetting it's so gross and then the band teacher throws a chair and says not my tempo <laughs> <laughs> and then he comes <laughs> swish you, yeah oh Got it. <laughs> but this is why I said that New Ralphie is gross because also in this montage is Ralphie trying to undress a mannequin. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a uh, female mannequin in a brown panty set, and he's trying to practice taking a bra off without like behind the. Help me out here. This is not my behind area the back. Yeah. <laughs> I really could have done without that. I know. Yeah, I know it's that. So that. dumb. I can say like honestly. 
It is just an eye hook. You just push, push it together until they come, loosen up, and then pull it apart. It's real. It's not that hard. It's not funny. Stop making this joke. Anyone could figure it out. Well, got Dr. Ruth over he, here. He he finally figured it out, but somehow he broke the mannequin in half. Yeah, and neglected to notice that he was in the storefront, and so everyone was watching him do this and laughing at him. Like there's a giant window. How do you not know you're yeah. on the display stage? Yeah. How do you not know that? How? The thing there's is, literally no. Was <laughs> no way with each of these jokes. There's. A possibility, yeah, joke loosely. But there's a possibility that maybe it could be funny if it's presented in a certain way. But they found the the laziest, lamest, just non-interesting way. Oh yeah, to fold out everything that happens. And they keep coming back to this well, like silly things happen at work. Whoa! And like it happens a few times. There's a Santa encounter, and they finally get fired. Not before Flick has an encounter with the pneumatic tube. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Yeah. With the, like, yeah, the vacuum tube or whatever. Like at the bank when they suck your money up when you go through the drive-thru. Yeah, he just puts his mouth on there because he was the one that stuck his tongue to the to the goddamn pole in the first one. Yes. Remember? Remember, <laughs> everybody? <laughs> Remember that movie that everybody likes? And there's so Except much of that. Except in this one, his mouth gets and tongue get really distended and it... And it horrifying way. Yeah, that was gross. But after it comes out, I kind of expected him to look like Kylie Jenner, but he just looks like normal again. And so... He didn't didn't overdraw that lip enough. Well... Which is something I'm not a big fan of. There's time for him to learn. Yeah. It's a minor gripe, but yeah, that sucks. The the cartoonish nature in that there's no consequences for anything that happens. In the original, Flick got his tongue stuck to the pole, and it was a big deal. Yeah. And we knew it was a big deal because he was crying... People were scared. The and fire then, department came. The fire department came. And then afterwards, he had to wear, like, the wax or whatever on his tongue. He had, like, mm-hmm. that shit on his tongue. He was just like, oh, 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 you know? Yeah. Yeah. But there's no consequences. No, they no, just, no. They're just, I mean, it's they just do, madcap. They do eventually get fired, but Ralph gets his job back. Because he goes, yeah. Yeah. And He's he, so determined and stubborn. Yeah. And during the Santa thing, which is pointless, um, <laughs> <laughs> Santa has a... His own tiny Tim come and like, please, sir, can I have a tire? Yeah. A tire, tire. for a car. Right. And then he's just like, listen, kid, my wife's a slut and I need to get out. <laughs> She's not exaggerating. <laughs> no, this is precisely he, what he says. He goes on to be like, she opens her leg for every salesman that comes through. And so my life is hard and I don't have time to listen to your problems. Get listen, the hell out of here. I just want to have a direct conversation real quick with, yeah. what's his name? Nat, whatever, Malden? Malden? Nat Malden, the mm-hmm. gentleman who wrote this movie. And narrated. And really. And narrated, yeah. Right, he really wanted to put his name on that bad boy. Um, Listen. I'm sorry that you feel that you have been wronged, (laughs) but I promise it will get better. Just let people in and they will help you. They will guide you. Nothing is this bad. Who hurt you? Who hurt you? Who hurt you indeed? Because it definitely, you perceive it to be a woman and she hurt you deeply. 
I'm sorry you were cheated on, obviously. Um, <laughs> but I feel like he's the Santa. Like, that's... <laughs> I wonder if that was him. No. He's just trying to get it out. You know what I mean? It's this weird, like, it's a bunch of different cycles of abuse that, that show yes. up in the movie. It's and, all over the place. Yeah. And he's just, this Santa is just spouting out all kinds of, you know, misogyny and hate. Yes. Yes. Maybe it's, I, I thought maybe it was supposed to be one of those, like, funny contrasts. Like, he's supposed to be Santa and Jolly, but he's really bitter and terrible. See, that's, that's like, what the original yeah, did. Yeah. yeah, the, the ho, 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 <laughs> and pushes the kid down the slide. But then they do it in a really creative that was way. It was. Yes. It was. I love that. They yes. shot it with a fisheye lens, and he had like his nose in his face, and it was kind of you know weird and scary, and he got put on the spot, and he didn't know what to say. Yeah. And, and the Santa was kind of a jerk, but he wasn't a jerk the whole time. He was yeah, still doing he should, his job. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Push I just I hate it. But there I was a, a hidden subplot that Josh kind of uncovered. Because the manager of the store said that the former employees tried to unionize. So everyone that works there is terrible. <laughs> we see another employee like slacking off who's drunk. And yeah, because they're all scabs. <laughs> this, is always, this is supposed to be Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> I, yes, everybody has a union. There's so much Ralph voiceover. Way more than I remember in the original. Yeah. And there's all those fantasies like in the original when Ralph had to eat the soap and it made him go blind in like the daydream he had. Oh yeah. Like, oh Ralphie, I'm so sorry. And I said <laughs> the soap poisoning. That was oh, funny. No, yeah, it was funny. But this one there's so many yeah. like back to back almost and none of them none of them are funny. No. Yeah. There's a a, a Nazi Dream sequence. Uh, he goes to prison. Yeah. I'll save you, Fraulein. Yeah. Uh, Riding in the car with the girl and that he sniffs her hair. Uh, it's all it's all disturbing. It should give you the willies. Uh, yeah. If somebody says her hair smells pretty, then you should know, like, oh, cool. Like, back away from them. Back away. If someone comes up behind you and says... Your smells good, Trey. Well, I don't like none of that. No! What you just did. No, it's, it's no, just no, creepy. Thank you. We're back with Ralph. He just needs one more dollar. Oh, wait, but before then, they heart back to the oh, wait. bunny. Uh-huh. Oh, oh right, because yeah. when he gets his drive back. And he's like, it's like hey. Buck, flick. And Schwartz. Yeah. Just give me the job. You don't need those losers. Even though they gave me all the money they earned here, you know, just they're, who cares about them? Shove those friends of mine under the bus. The guy was like, well, do you want to work outside? He's like, I'll do anything. Nothing is too degrading. <sighs> Smash cut to Ralphie in a reindeer suit. With a really... Jolly, jaunty, sexy harness. Oh, and don't forget the very high and perky tail. And it's got bells on it. Listen, mm. in 2012, there's only so many shops, you know, to, to get <laughs> only so many places to get a reindeer outfit. Keep talking. <laughs> so, Josh, how do you know about these things so intimately? Well, 
It all started on 4chan. <laughs> I was there looking for some recipes as well. <laughs> I really like the idea of somebody stumbling onto 4chan like, I wonder if there's any good Instapot recipes yeah. here. Hmm, I'm hungry for some venison. And then they're just like, hmm. Mm. Maybe white supremacy does make sense. <laughs> uh, our world's fun. It's sad, sad, sad times we're living in, eh? So uh, Ralphie proves himself to be worthy of the, the hero of this film. Mm. He really uh, does. Because after getting into what I described as a jingle off with someone in a uh, who's working for the Salvation Army, I guess. I guess. There's no signage, but they're ringing a bell. Yeah. Do they wear military uniforms? They used to. Oh. Uh, yeah. They had a bell off. Well, yeah. He spills all that guy's money being a jackass. Uh, and then this mook. Is that okay to say? What does that mean? What <laughs> the fuck? What is a mook? What the fuck is a mook? You cannot call me a mook. You can't call me a mook. Hold on. This is the real, like, cement block of a man, I'll say. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. He's he's a real chelibit. Uh, to go, what? To go back to that sounds worse than what I said. <laughs> it's from a Clockwork Orange. You're a big strapping chelibit, Nakasol. <laughs> a mook is a stupid or incompetent person. Oh well, then I apologize because I misspoke. He wasn't stupid. He was just opportunistic and maybe a little sociopathic to gut punch a child in the stomach. Listen, it was the 40s, you know? Grown men punch 15-year-olds all the time. Mm. It was a better time. I didn't know. <laughs> but it wasn't. Okay, so apparently it used to be a slur. A Damn slur it! I knew it! For Italian-American oh! males, similar to Mick in reference to Irish-American males. Oh, well, that's but fine. The modern use has, oh. the modern use has extended beyond the ethnic stereotypes. So it seems like we're fine with it now. Okay. Yes. Cool. So we're good. I remember it from memes. If we're not good, you know, Trey said that, not me. <laughs> no, I got the cosign for my uh for my white friends, so I'm all good, right? <laughs> That's, That's how it that works. I'm sorry. That's how it works. <laughs> I'm sorry, Trey. That is airtight, friends. I'm sorry, Trey. We do not have a pre agreement where I can white like <laughs> You need to ask first if people are willing to explain things for for you. You can't, can't just assume it. I can't just take your white card and do with it what I will. You need to have, we need to have a confab about this. Well, now I know. And thank you for that. You're welcome. So much learning today. Yes. It's just like if someone comes up to you and like, Trey, teach me about how to do black person's hair, but I'll never need that knowledge, but give it to me for some reason. <laughs> Waste your time and give that to me. <laughs> well, since you asked What's your curl thing? type? It's 3B. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, 4B. Wow. Ooh, these white claws are getting to me. <laughs> the alcohol or the whiteness? <laughs> Tonight's episode is brought to you by White Claw. Oh, that would be fine with me. White, uh-huh. white yes. Claw. Yes. <laughs> I'm having red ruby grapefruit. Trey, what what are you having? Raspberry. Well, these are two fine flavors. I had the lime already. White Claw, hard seltzer. Um, their trademark is made pure. Don't read into that. Um, gluten-free, 100 <laughs> calories. Give me money. 
Cheers. That sounded good. White Cloud. <laughs> <laughs> Feel the claw. <laughs> Drink the wave. <laughs> oh. Mine was better. My Lanta. Anyways, I don't remember what we were talking about. Oh, he was dressed up as the fetish reindeer. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> he was dressed up as the bear from that that scene, that scene, weird scene in The Shining that doesn't make any sense. Well, he gets punched in the stomach for trying to get that money back from the mook. And... You cannot say that. Dang it. <laughs> yeah. but, but when he punches him in the stomach, he also gives him the $5 back. Yeah. Why? I guess because he liked his moxie. Yeah, I guess. Or maybe he got what he needed. Like, mm, I just wanted to touch that harness. Look, that was a really cool harness. And if I could pull it off, I might purchase one for myself. Sans bells. Jingle, jingle. I'm just saying, there was a lot more eroticism in that part than Fifty Shades of Grey in the whole movie. <laughs> Ew. Ew, indeed. <laughs> Ew, indeed. So he makes all the money. Yep. Well, he's one dollar short, mm-hmm. yes. which is just filler for them to get in an argument with his friends, because Schwartz has a lucky dollar. With him to get into an argument with his Jewish friend about some money that he just got from his grandfather. He kept it in a secret purse. Yeah, <laughs> he was hiding yeah. it. And yeah, yeah, I don't know how I feel it about was that. Scene. Shifty. <laughs> oh, God. Mm. Save that kind of language for our president. <laughs> Sad times we're living in, bros. It's fine. People will be listening to this in the future when our president is pants. Uh, so. Oh, no. <laughs> Sad days you're living in, bros. <laughs> Register to vote before they make it illegal. But he gets the money. He gets mm-hmm. the money. He can yeah. pay back the car dealer. He gets it He's by robbing his, it. his Jewish friend. Yeah, robs him good. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do, I guess. <laughs> Couldn't just ask your dad for a dollar. I'm sure he would have given you a dollar. Or your mom. She's got her secret can. He already offered to give him two dollars. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's you right. Could, he could have easily just cashed in on that. Just like, hey, Pops, uh, remember when you said to give me two bucks? Can I have that now? I, I am super happy with it. And I'll use the other dollar to buy my mom this perfume <laughs> that smells like pine saw. It was really cheap. She might die if she uses it. It's that cheap. But she has no expectations about how life should go, so. Oh, no, no. It's perfect. Really, it she... would be a kindness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's not enough money for Arizona. She knows that. <laughs> It's so sad. But on his way to the car dealer, he sees Tiny Tim. You guys remember Tiny Tim who wanted the tire? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, he takes his whole family to the Chinese restaurant. <gasps> Callback! What? Yes. And buys him a tire. It was beautiful. We don't get to see the tire purchase. No. Who, why not? Or yeah. why the tire matters? Not, there's no explanation for anything. It's just like, well, I gave it to you. That's good enough. Eat it. You don't need to know what it is. It's like, okay. 
Thanks. When they go to the Chinese restaurant, he is super weird with that kid. Like the, super the, weird. The kid's eating noodles, and Ralphie's next to him. Like his, like he looks like he's watching, like a, a sea turtle give birth or something. You <laughs> it, know, like it looks he, like never. Whoa! It looks like he's watching the most mind blowing magic show of yeah. his life. Yeah. Yeah, and I can only imagine that kid is just like, "Hey, thanks for the food, Mister, but if you could just like." Just, just leave me alone right just now. Just take that somewhere else, please. Yeah. <laughs> don't touch me. Nothing gives you that right. <laughs> we don't do that inside of Chopsaki, which is the name of the restaurant. Don't you besmirch the name of what should just be number one China. Is that correct? Is that uh, true to the original? Was it Chopsaki? I, it's, I well, it's supposed to be yes. the same restaurant. Uh, uh, no one spoke during this scene, so that was... automatically kind of makes it better than the first one. There yeah, was, I was just going to mention that. Yeah, is that troublesome these days? Which I mean, part? The, the rah, 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 rah. Yeah. The yeah. Not. Big yeah. time. La, it la, ain't la, great. la, 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 <laughs> No, it's, the, I it's, mean, not, the only, it's not good. The only saving grace is the person who is correcting them is mm-hmm. also Asian. Right. So that's the only saving grace, but it doesn't make it good. Also, fun fact, the actors did not know that that was going to happen. The, the the family did not know that that was happening it, when they filmed it, so all the reactions are genuine. Oh, like, just, like, giggling and just like, yeah. holy shit, I can't believe that dude just said that. Yeah, that's that's all real. <laughs> Is that a stagehand? Why am I being told not to look in, inside the, in, into the camera right now? I will tell you right there, right now, again, since you've asked for the whiteness, I'll give it to you. Oh, fun. Um, that was definitely a, I'm uncomfortable after... Please tell me where to look. <laughs> <laughs> I only remember the mom in that scene. She's like, uh, 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 that's, that's what that is. Uh, yeah. That's like, I don't like this. Someone help me. But I don't want to get fired. I already spent this money. <laughs> <laughs> Does that bring us to Christmas Day? That brings us to Ralphie. Showing up to the car dealer, telling him what happened. I only have 39 bucks. Please don't have me arrested. And the guy's like, ah, whatever. I don't care. Get out. Yeah. I already <laughs> sold the car anyway. Made a, made a mint. Thanks yeah. for, thanks for like, all this money. It was all worthless. And $85 was worth, by inflation, worth what? 1200 1200 So basically, Ralphie hands over, even though the dude's like, yeah, I already sold that car, so it's no big deal. Several hundred dollars. $600. Yeah. <laughs> and that guy's like, ah, whatever. <laughs> this is chump change. Ah, but this, this is the moment where we get the moral of the movie. The, uh, the used car salesman tells Ralphie... That uh, basically, in so many words, that American determination alone yes. will get you absolutely everything you want. Amen. You could be, uh, you could have no talent. You could fuck up everything you try. Preach. But if you have the stubborn will to Bring it never home. quit, that's right. By golly, you're gonna get all your dreams come true. Woo! Do you see these white cloths are gluten free? <laughs> <laughs> that makes so much sense. <laughs> I'm just saying, they have American determination. Give me money. <laughs> so pure. <laughs> I heard that gluten was for hair smellers. Oh, God, that's oh. so gross how many times oh. he does it. Oh, he smells her hair so much. Uh, 
bend your head down here. Let's see what if there's anything to this. Here's the thing. If I no, could... let me smell your oh. hair. Okay. I mean, why is that sexy? Not, it's not. Maybe I didn't do it right. Hold on, let me try uh... again. <laughs> there <Hold> we go. <laughs> they want to pass out. <laughs> the thing is, is that in the original Christmas story, mm-hmm. our humble narrator Ralphie, our protagonist, who we're with through thick and thin. He can be kind of a dick sometimes. He's sort of as, a jerk. As children yeah. can as be. As children can Especially be. when they're being selfish, wanting a Red Ryder BB gun. But the way that it's done is done in a way that humanizes him and, and makes him, it makes us, like, like it, makes, you, it endears us yeah, to him because like of his flaws. Like, you get it. You you all wanted a toy your parents couldn't afford. Certainly. Exactly. Yes. It, but at the end of the I day. Feel like, because it was never about how he's going to shoot his eye out. No. It was always about, we can't afford that. Right. I remember, I can't recall how old I was, but there was this toy that was like proto-Photoshop. It was like this white and blue board, and you could draw on it, and you hooked it up to your your TV, because this was before computers were a thing. Do you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. I have no idea what it was called, but it was like... I can draw, or like teledraw or something. All right, I don't know the name of it, but I know what you're talking about. Go on. I saw commercials for it over and over, and I was like, that needs to be mine. I could recite the commercial word for word, which is what I did when I explained why I wanted it. (laughs) (laughs) I can make stars and animate things. This needs to be mine. That marketing director is listening to it now, like retired in Boca Raton, like, yes. Yes. (laughs) Excellent. Trey. I did that. <laughs> you are all powerless to my brilliance. <laughs> so when he, in the first movie, wanted the, the gun and was so, knew all the specs mm-hmm. and was just, I, I understood that. It comes off a little bit differently, uh, just given everything else we know. It, it almost leans into, like, fetishism a little. A little. I understand <laughs> that he gets that from his dad where he's like, I know every all the specifications of this thing and how it works and why it's the best. And because his dad is like that with the heater. Right. But we kind of don't really understand w- what the car is for him until the very end. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It buys him a woman. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. she, hot girl, I don't know. Yeah, name. what is, does she, what? She does get a name, but I just wrote down hot girl. Well, she doesn't really get any lines until the end of the movie. Yeah. Right. They, until then, she's simply an object. Yeah. But an bef- object of desire. But before he gets the car, the dad gets a fishing tackle box from the mom. Because she got him a present. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Which he didn't earn. No. Um, Ralphie's little brother gets a sailor suit from the aunt. Just like the bunny suit. Uh, at callback. Yeah, it was the same aunt. I remember. And then Ralph, just like when he was kid was a kid and got the Red Rider, like, oh, there's one more. But instead it was, Dad, is there a rat in there? She and his mom's like, I'll call an exterminator. And because he learned no lessons, <laughs> he was just like, Do you know how much that would cost? I swear to God, I will hit you. Like, it's so it's Christmas Day. Aggro. <laughs> And he goes to the living room and he says, follow the line. He follows the red um, ribbon to the basement and he gets the leg lamp again. And my only question is, why? What has he done to earn this? What has he done to deserve this 
grand gesture from anyone, let Nothing. alone Ralphie. Nothing. <laughs> not learned a single thing. Nothing. And the lamp's not even as good as the first one, like you pointed out. Yeah, there yeah. was just a light at the top. It doesn't go the full length of the lamp. I, I, that could be that they just didn't know how to recreate it. Um, or it could be that it just looks different because it's filmed with digital cameras and stuff. No, they, they spent all their money on those uh, on those on those fake geese that were flying overhead. <laughs> oh my god. The, fishing sea. Oh, yeah. the birdemic birds. <laughs> it was so bad. I Just go a, outside and film some birds. I didn't check the credits for James Wynn's cousin who did the, <laughs> did the birds for bird demic. This is his second credit. He's really coming up. Oh, but yeah, so Ralphie gets the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, he gets. Yeah, the father gets the leg lamp, and then they go back, and they're gonna take a picture, and it's Whoa. all a, it's all a ruse to get yeah. Ralphie to look at the tree where there's a key hanging on the tree. And he freaks out. Amazing! It's the car. I got the car. Now I got the hot chick because she broke up with her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. After seeing Ralphie getting punched in the stomach, because that's what did it. She's like, oh, my God, I am yeah. so turned on. That motherfucker can take a punch. And I can't <laughs> wait to a... punch him later. <laughs> <laughs> she, she saw him in his harness, mm-hmm. and she was like, yes. Mm-hmm. I want to beat him up. She's, and that's fine. You know, she saw something and learned something new about herself. and was like, this is the path in which I must go now. She put some high heels on. Yeah. She's ready to stomp some stuff. And this just ensures that Ralphie has no break in the pattern of abuse. <laughs> well, as most people don't. Right. It's cyclical. It feeds itself. Yeah. It's never ending. Oh, yeah. I mean, I wasn't trying. Bring it down. It wasn't really a, a joke. It's, it was it's just, yeah. It was sadness. Could you take anything This seriously? is the real never-ending story. Ah, 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 child. If you're going to if you're gonna do it, you got to do it right. <laughs> Go on. Moonchild. <laughs> She's on Instagram, by the way. You guys should follow her. <laughs> so, I mean, that's that's the end. That wraps it up nicely. I can't be bothered to try to remember remember any more plot points because there weren't any. All right, so we're gonna hit the question: Is a Christmas story to a cash grab? Josh, I'm gonna hit it over to you with your quote. Yes, absolutely. This is a cash grab. A, Whoa, and, are you sure? And you, did it. you were real quick with that answer. And a terrible one at that. It is devoid of all artistry, uh, w- with one exception, actually, because I had a problem with the acting, I had a problem with the lighting, the camera, uh, just about everything, except I will say that uh, the set dressing was actually not that bad. The costumes weren't. The yeah. costumes were good. The costumes and the set dressing I th- and and like the period cars, things like that. Um, it I was agree. it was kind of obvious when the car rolled out into the the thing with Ralphie getting in the accident that that was definitely a studio lot, but I think the the actual art department did a good job. So, there's that. Except for the one, one part when they went fucking ice fishing at night. <laughs> oh, we didn't know. There was no explanation from. Well, there was, this is interesting. There was a lot it was of just a backdrop. Yeah, a bunch of fake snow. It was they used so bad. Multiple actors. <laughs> they, they used multiple matte. 
painting backdrops. Yeah. That mm-hmm. that which is weird because it's been a really long time since I've seen one of those used. And it's like they've forgotten how to use. <laughs> <laughs> they lost that technology. It was a, after the Wizard of Oz, like everything, everything was burned. It was gone to the ages. It was a cigarette ash that started the fire. It's just like in The Simpsons where they had to relearn how to make Homer's eyes go crazy. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. But um, I am going to draw on really quickly. This is a quote, and I think this really encapsulates the entire movie. Okay. The quote goes, <clears throat> all of this seems unnecessary. That is a quote from Trey as we're watching this movie. <laughs> Yes, but he summed it up. It was perfect. It was beautiful. I almost hesitate to throw it over to you, but I will. Uh, Trey, is this movie a cash grab? Take your time. Don't be rash. Well, before I answer that question, uh, you know, I I I like to do some research on on, on these things. Um, And I want to see if the person who wrote this, uh, Nat. Malden, uh, what, what else he, he might have done? Turns out that he, uh, this is not the first Christmas movie oh. that he's oh. written. This is going to be the only one I'm watching. Uh, continue. <laughs> he, uh, he also co-wrote The Preacher's Wife. With Whitney Houston? Yeah, Whitney Houston, Denzel Washington, Courtney B. Vance, Gregory Hines, Jennifer Lewis, Loretta Devine, and Lionel Richie. So, I saw that in the theater. So now we see what happens when my man Nate is in a vacuum by himself. Mm-hmm. Darkness. He, he also co-wrote uh, 2007's The Perfect Holiday with Morris Chestnut, Gabrielle Union, Faze on Love, Cat Williams, Charlie Murphy, Terrence Howard, Jim Marie Jones, Rachel True, and Queen Latifah. Huh. That's so weird. That's, uh, for, for people who didn't recognize all those names, those are all black people. These are black movies. Was that, um, These are all black movies. Is that the one with <clears throat> Queen Latifah? Was LL Cool J in that? No, no, no. Who was the, t- who was no. the romantic lead? Or who was the romantic No, 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 that's not that movie. That's Last Holiday. Last Holiday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. Uh, he also co-wrote 1998's movie starring Eddie Murphy, Kyler Pratt, Raven Simone, Dr. Doolittle. Oh! Why did he write this? So he writes a lot of uh, all black movies. And then in this movie, he's like, never mind. So I think this is the last credit that he has on IMDb. I can't imagine why. (laughs) This was. So, as to the question. All those black actors are like, (laughs) what the hell, dude? Just to be clear, those are not really universally uh, acclaimed movies, but, you know, all those people got some work, so, uh, mm, um, I'll, I'll, I'll litigate this later with myself. At the premiere, somebody came up to him, you'll never work in this town again. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler Perry came up to him and went, mm-mm, you will not be at Perry Studios, or whatever he called it. So, uh, I discovered this article. Uh, it's called A Christmas Story 2 Honors a Holiday Classic Through Awkward Imitation by, by Kyle Ryan from the AV Club. And I highlighted this one particular paragraph because I felt like it was relevant to what we do here. All right. All right. And before I do this, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say, I've listened back to a couple of these episodes. 
I'm not very good at reading out loud. My parents didn't spring for Hooked on Phonics, so you're going to get what the fuck you get. <laughs> a Christmas Story 2 was one of the final productions by Warner Premiere, Warner Brothers' direct-to-video imprint. The studio launched Premiere in 2016 to crank out quickie cash and sequels to studio properties. The Lost Boys, The Tribe, Get Smarts, <laughs> Bruce and Lloyd, Out of Control, <laughs> Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. You take your mom to that one. <laughs> it's Ace Ventura Jr. Yep, it's Ace Ventura Jr., Pet Detective. But with DVD sales decreasing, even for movies people actually want to see, Blatant money grabs like Free Willy, Escape from Pirates Cove, <laughs> faced a formidable challenge. Warner premiere ceased production at the end of 2012, but not before making a sequel to a 30-year box office flop that has become a holiday classic. So, not only do I believe that this is a cash grab, but it was produced under an imprint that was specifically made for this very purpose. It's a cash grab machine. Yeah. Like, all of those, we could watch all of those. I, I feel like this one, <laughs> this, could, this could be our next year's worth of... This is it, folks. <laughs> We're through the looking glass. <laughs> cash grab cinema is going to exist for decades to come. That's the list for when we get lazy. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> if you start hearing a lot of these titles, you'll know. Like, there it is. That's the lazy one. I just want to know how much this movie cost. Oh. I wonder if that information is available. I feel like probably not. Because they don't want you to know. Does it say? No. What does the interweb say? Alexa, how much did Christmas Story 2 cost to make in American money? And then she'll say, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a worthless AI that is... Sending your data to the CIA. <laughs> so, uh, I feel like the evidence strongly points to this being a cash grab. All right, so that's cash grab for Trey, cash grab for Josh. I might blow your mind in this moment when I say, of course it is. <laughs> How could it not be? It was so boring. I'm ashamed I spent 95 cents on it at the used DVD and bookstore in my town. Um, it's terrible and gross. Like, it's not even something I'd be like, oh, it's a funny time and watch it for the yucks. Nope. Because mm. there are none of those. No. They were just like, comedy? Meh. I was more laughing at how awful you two were finding it. That that brought me a spark of joy. I don't know what that says about me. It was so terrible. Like honestly, through the first half of it, I was just like, "Well, at least I have this soup to distract." That <laughs> <laughs> was such good fun. It was very good, but then very when, good. but <clears throat> then when it ran out, I was just like, <laughs> "There's nothing left." There's nothing left. I've never taken so few notes before. Like. It was the plots were just paper thin, yes, and, and they got stretched out to ninety minutes, and it was just n- n- there was just no fun in any of it. It wasn't fun. It wasn't fun. It was weird. It was awkward. It was cringy. It was no fun at all. Not even cringy in that way where you're just like watching through your fingers. Like I still want to kind of see it, but like uh, it's too much. No, it just sucks. <laughs> It's super boring. Skip it. Do yeah. not watch it. 
Like, honestly, I have seen Hallmark movies better than this. Any um, any redeeming moments? Anything in this movie? Well, when it was over. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing about it is it ended. Yeah, it was nice. The, uh, the character that played Flick had a really dope orange leather jacket. <laughs> and I was like, I really like that jacket. I want it. Um, also, the guy that plays Ralphie sort of looks like a Degrassi era Drake. So if that's like your jam, he really does. Like when, yeah. you, when you said that, I was just like, oh my god, it's kind of upsetting. Is he? Cana- <laughs> I know it was made in Canada, but is he Canadian? Oh, we didn't even mention the. You oh, know what they say? Oh man! Can I real quick? So there's this. Please do. It's a recurring big old quotation marks joke in the movie that Daniel Stern says to Ralphie. Uh, over and over, like, you know what they say, a penny saved is a penny earned, or something that's but, the most generic, it's, but then it's they not get, even wisdom. They get shittier and shittier. Like, <laughs> like you know what they say, fish swim in water. <laughs> yep. You know what they say, don't forget to breathe. It's just like, okay, I hate to keep hark- like tying everything back to King of the Hill, but it is the perfect show. So when, no Pe- arguments here. when Peggy says... In my opinion, (laughs) kindling is the best way to start a fire. That's what they're like. That's what they're like. The day after Thanksgiving is, in In my my opinion, opinion, the busiest shopping day of the year. The busiest travel day of the year. Uh, and then when Hank tries to say, those aren't your opinions. (laughs) She's like, that's why they're my opinions. She's not wrong. So, yeah, don't watch this movie. I can't wait to take it back to the used book slash DVD store in my town and get 60 cents for it as they try to sell it for a dollar again. They're not going to take it back because when we bought it, even though it's a used <laughs> book and DVD store, it was still in the cellophane. It was and a brand new Blu-ray. We were the first and only people to watch it. I think we should, like, straight up Throw destroy it. Away. it. Yeah. yeah. I do like a a little red letter media best the worst and just kill it. Yeah. So, so it can't hurt America. We've got a ladder and a cinder block. We can we can we can we can pull a red letter media on this. Well, I don't have a very tall ladder like them. So you'll have to stretch your arms up with the cinder block and then chuck it down really hard to make this happen. Can I can I read this other part from the article? Please. Please. Uh, so there's a category that says, uh, likelihood it will rise from obscurity. Answer, slim to none. Even if 100,000 well-intentioned mothers pick up a copy of A Christmas Story 2 in the checkout line of a Walmart because they remember how everyone likes A Christmas Story. they'll be. She'll be thinking she got the first <laughs> one. Get home and turn this one off. One viewing should... Co-sign it to the end of someone's DVD shelf, never to be played again until it's inevitably donated to Goodwill or something. And then Goodwill, <laughs> and then Goodwill throws it in the trash because, let's face it, charity people have enough problems. That The, the copy we watched didn't even make it that far. They didn't oh. even get to watch it. They just bought it, took it home, somebody picked it up like, what the fuck? No, this is the wrong one, Grandma. Yeah, dude. I didn't realize you got it from Goodwill. It was shrink wrapped. <laughs> well, I think this is the most use anyone's ever gotten out of it. So uh, good on us for making something out of that. Yeah, and, we we rock, y'all. And good on filmmakers. Even when it sucks, at least you're doing something. Yeah. The guy made Beethoven, all right? He did. 
we shouldn't let no one clip his wings. Except, well, yeah, maybe yeah. maybe trim him a little after this. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, 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 maybe it's maybe not Malden. Maybe it's time to, you know, go roost, you know? <laughs> maybe cut off the wings, give him a bus pass. You know what I mean? I mean, sometimes, it's, like I tell my mom all the time, I am ready, waiting, and I will snatch that driver's license. Who was there? There was no one there for Nat to snatch this away from him, to be like, no, slap it out of his hands. I will say, here's another compliment, coming in hot. All right. He didn't do the worst ever impression of the narrator, the original narrator. Okay. Of A Christmas Story. It was clear that it wasn't him. Right. Yeah. But it... It was in the right spirit. But I mean, is that even a compliment? Like, you didn't do as crappily as I anticipated you to do. You didn't do a good job, but not as crappy as I thought it could be. You're still fired. Um, But if someone calls for a reference, I'll say he wasn't that bad. Okay, well, while we're handing out uh, half-assed compliments, <laughs> I will give one to Stacy Travis. Uh, yes. Her character was not very well realized, but oh, she no. put a lot into it. I felt very, I, 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 I felt like she was a very downtrodden, uh, trapped yes. woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you uh, felt that anguish in a yeah. way. Yeah. When she picked up those two quarters, I could, like, yes, like, you deserve those quarters. It was like a glimmer of hope. You saw it. It was like, oh. And the, <laughs> the, way, the way that she looked, like, you know, into the other room or something, not mm-hmm. in a way to say, like, oh, I wonder if so-and-so, because these are somebody else's pants. But I'm super scared, and if they yeah. see me putting this money in here, he'll beat me. I cannot yeah. be caught. Yeah. Because he was coming up the stairs when she was trying to, I, I, that was sort of a tense moment, because I was like, no, he can't discover it. <laughs> This is for you. I mean, you honestly wonder where it's going to end. Like, is he going to hit her at some point in this children's movie? No, I think uh, the dad's going to be found at the bottom of that ice hole lake. and um, <laughs> He's going to make the yeah. hole bigger so he can get the fish out. Yeah. And sh- Slowly and surely, she's going to make it bigger yeah. and bigger and bigger. And on the And in the papers, it'll say, well, you know, he always loved to fish. Mm-hmm. He died doing what he loved. It was a blessing. It's going to be the plot of the season four of Fargo. (laughs) (laughs) Come to FX 2020. You heard it here first. (laughs) Seriously, stop stealing our plans. (laughs) Come to us and give us some money. Do it. (laughs) We need it. It's a (laughs) (laughs) So that's three cash grabs. On A Christmas Story 2, skip it. Don't watch this. There's so much Christmas merriment out there. You don't need this in your life. Don't invite this evil. Nobody needs it. No. Mm-mm. Not no one. I don't know what we'll be watching next, but it should be another new one. If you have any suggestions of Christmas movies we need to watch, well, why aren't you telling us on Instagram and Twitter at Cash Grab Cinema? Same handle on both. And Rachel and Trey love Hallmark Christmas movies, so... Let's hear about those, y'all. Execution. Why are you lying on us? <laughs> what the hell? We are right here. Besides, Netflix is churning them out like crazy this year. Are they? Yes. Are they, are they giving Hallmark a run for their money? They're trying to. Uh, they're try- It's like they're going with, you know what? Instead of doing 30 original crappy ones, let's do four Hall of Fame ones. Yeah. Yeah. 
Nice. There'll definitely be one of those. I'm not sure which one, but come back and see it. It's going to be amazing, I bet. Also, do you want to give us money on Patreon? Let me know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're strapped. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm willing to type it in if you're willing to give me the money. <laughs> so join us for more Christmas merriment next week. And this has been Cash Grab Cinema. I'm with Josh and Trey and Rachel as always. Thanks for joining us. Bye, guys. Merry, merry.